are listening to the most original talk radio station anywhere. We are L.A. Talk Radio at latalkradio.com. You can support Sapphire Planet by visiting the online store at sapphireplanet.com. Welcome. Your journey is just beginning. You are now entering the Sapphire Planet. You are now in the Sapphire Planet. Birds, class aves, are feathered, winged, bipedal, warm-blooded, egg-laying, vertebrate animals. Around 10,000 living species make them the most speciose class of tetrapod vertebrates. They inhabit ecosystems across the globe from the Arctic to the Antarctic. Extent bird range in size from five centimeters or two inch, which would be the bee hummingbird, to the largest at 2.75 meters or nine feet which would be the ostrich. The fossil record indicates that birds evolved from the theropod dinosaurs during the Jurassic period about 160 million years ago. Paleontologists regard birds as the only clade of dinosaurs to have survived the Cretaceous Paleogene extinction event 65 million years ago. Modern birds are characterized by feathers, a beak with no teeth, the laying of hard shelled eggs, a high metabolic rate, a four chamber heart, and a lightweight but strong skeleton. 
All living species of birds have wings. The now extinct flightless moa of New Zealand was the only exception. Wings are evolved forelimbs, and most bird species can fly, with some exceptions, including ratites, penguins, and a number of diverse endemic island species. Birds also have a unique digestive and respiratory system that are highly adaptive for flight. Some birds, especially corvids and parrots, are among the most intelligent animal species. A number of bird species have been observed manufacturing and using tools, and many social species exhibit cultural transmission of knowledge across generations. Many species undertake long-distance annual migrations, and many more perform shorter, irregular movements. Birds are social. They communicate using visual signals and through calls and songs, and participate in social behaviors, including cooperative breeding and hunting, flocking and mobbing of predators. The vast majority of bird species are socially monogamous, usually for one breeding season at a time, sometimes for years, but rarely for life. Other species have polygynous or many females, or rarely polyandrous or many males breeding systems. Eggs are usually laid in a nest and incubated by the parents. Most birds have an extended period of parental care after hatching. Many species of birds are of economic importance to humans, mostly as sources of food acquired through hunting or farming. Some species, particularly songbirds and parrots, are popular as pets. Other uses include the harvesting of guano, or droppings, for use as fertilizer. Birds figure prominently in all aspects of human culture, from religion to poetry 
to popular music. About 120 to 130 species have become extinct as a result of human activity since the 17th century and hundreds more before then. Sadly, about a hundred, excuse me, about 1,200 species of birds are currently threatened with extinction by human activities, though efforts are underway to protect them. The first classification of birds was developed by Francis Wilby and John Ray in their 1676 volume, Orenthologue. Carolus Linnaeus modified that work in 1758 to devise the taxonomic classification system currently in use. Birds are categorized as the biological class aves in Linnaean taxonometry. Phylogenic taxonomy places aves in the dinosaur clade Theropoda. Avis and the sister group, the, cro the clade Crocodilia, contain the only living representatives of the reptile clade Archosauria. During the late 20th century, Avis was commonly defined phylogenically as all the descendants of the most recent common ancestor of modern birds and Archaeopteryx lithographica. However, an alternate definition posed by scientists defined Aves to include only the modern bird groups, the crown group, this was done by excluding most groups known only from fossils and assigning them instead to ovule in part to avoid the uncertainties about the placement of Archaeopteryx in relation to animals traditionally thought of as theropod dinosaurs. All modern birds lie within the crown group Aves, which has two subdivisions. The Paleogignathi, which includes the flightless ratites, such as the ostriches, and weak flying tinamous, and the extremely diverse division of Neogonathi containing all other birds. <laughs> <laughs> 
These two subdivisions are often given the rank of superorder, depending on the taxonomic viewpoint. The number of known living bird species varies anywhere from 9,800 to 10,050. Based on fossil and biological evidence, most scientists accept that birds are a specialized subgroup of theropod dinosaurs. More specifically, they are members of Manoraptora, a group of theropods which include dromaeosaurs and oviraptorids, among others. As scientists discover more non-avian theropods closely related to birds, the previously clear distinction between non-birds and birds has become blurred. The recent discoveries in the Liaoning province of northeast China, which demonstrates many small theropod dinosaurs had feathers, contributes to this ambiguity. The consensus view in contemporary paleontology is that birds are the closest relatives of the Dinocorosaurs, which include Dromaeosaurids, Trunodorids, and possibly Archaeopterygids. Together, these three form a group called Paravays. Some basal members of this group such as Microraptor and Archaeopteryx, have features which may have enabled them to glide or fly. The most basal Dianconosaurs are very small. This evidence raises the possibility that the ancestors of all Paravarians may have been arboreal, may have been able to glide or fly. Unlike Archaeopteryx the, and the feathered dinosaurs who primarily ate meat, recent studies suggest that the first birds were herbivores. The late Jurassic Archaeopteryx is well known as one of the first transitional fossils to be found and provided support for the theory of evolution 
in the late 19th century. Archaeopteryx was the first fossil to display both clearly reptilian characteristics, which include teeth, clawed fingers, and a long lizard-like tail, as well as wings with flight feathers identical to those of modern birds. It is not considered a direct ancestor of modern birds, though it is possibly closely related to the real ancestor. There have been many controversies in the study of the origin of birds. Early disagreements included whether birds evolved from dinosaurs or more primitive archosaurs. Within the dinosaur camp, there were disagreements as to whether Orinthians or theropod dinosaurs were the more likely ancestors. Although Orinthians, otherwise known as bird hip dinosaurs, share the hip structure of modern birds, birds are thought to have originated from the Saurischians, or lizard hip dinosaurs, and therefore evolved their hip structure independently. In fact, bird-like hip structure evolved a third time among a peculiar group of theropods known as the Therizinosoidae. A small minority of researchers contend that birds are not dinosaurs but evolved from early archosaurs like Longi Squama. Birds diversified into a wide variety of forms during the Cretaceous period. Many groups retain primitive characteristics such as clawed wings and teeth though the latter were lost independently in a number of bird groups, including modern birds. While the earliest forms, such as Archaeopteryx, retained the long bony tails of their ancestors, the tails of more advanced birds were shortened with the advent of the pigostyle bone in the clade Pigostalia. In the late Cretaceous, around 95 million years ago, the ancestor of all modern birds also evolved better olfactory senses. The first large, the first lineage of short-tailed birds to evolve were the 
Ananthorathes, or opposite birds, so named because of the construction of their shoulder bones, was in reverse to that of modern birds. They occupied a wide array of ecological niches from sand-probing shorebirds and fish-eaters to tree-dwelling forms and sand-eaters. More advanced lineages also specialized in eating fish, like the superficially gull-like subclass of ichthyothoronides, or fish birds. One order of Mesozoic seabird, the Hesper ornithiforms, became so well adapted to hunting fish in marine environments, they lost the ability to fly and became primarily aquatic. Despite their extreme specializations, the Hesper ornithiforms represent some of the closest relatives of modern birds. Containing all modern birds in the subclass Neorthis is due to a discovery now known to have evolved into some basic lineage by the end of the Cretaceous and split into two superorders Paleogathnae and Neogathnae. The Paleogathnes include the Tinamouse of Central and South America and the Raptites. The basal divergence from the remaining Neogathnes was that of the Gallosaurae, the superorder containing Anserforms, which include ducks, geese, swans, and screamers, and the galeiforms, the pheasants, grouse, and others, together with mound builders and the guans. The date for this split are much debated by scientists. The neotherns are agreed to have evolved in the Cretaceous and split between the Gallosaurari from other Neogathnes occurred before the KT extinction event. But there are different opinions about whether the radiation of the remaining Neogathnes occurred before or after the extinction of the dinosaurs. This disagreement is in part 
caused by a divergence in the evidence. Molecular dating suggests a Cretaceous radiation, while fossil evidence supports a tertiary radiation. Attempts to reconcile the molecular and fossil evidence have proven controversial. The classification of birds is a contentious issue. Although as frequently debated and constantly revised, most evidence seems to support and to suggest the assignment of orders is accurate. But scientists disagree about the relationships between the orders themselves. Evidence from modern bird anatomy, fossils, and DNA have all been brought to bear on the problem, but no strong consensus has emerged. More recently, new fossil and molecular evidence is providing an increasingly clear picture of the evolution of modern bird orders. Birds live and breed in most terrestrial habitats and on all seven continents, reaching their southern extreme in the snow petrels breeding colonies up to 440 kilometers or 270 miles inland in the Antarctic. The highest bird diversity occurs in tropical regions. It was earlier thought that this high diversity was the result of higher speciation rates in the tropics. However, Recent studies found higher speciation rates in the high latitudes that were offset by greater extinction rates than in the tropics. Several family of birds have adapted to life both on the world's ocean and in them, with some seabird species coming ashore only to breed, and some penguins have been recorded diving up to 300 meters or 980 feet below the ocean surface. Many bird species have established breeding populations in areas to which they have been introduced by humans. Some of these introductions have been deliberate. The ring-necked pheasant, for example, has been introduced around the world as a game bird. Others have been accidental, such as the establishment of wild monk parakeets in several North American cities after they escaped 
from captivity. Some species, including cattle egret, yellow-headed caracara, and gala, have spread naturally far beyond their original ranges as agricultural practices have created suitable new habitats for them. Compared with other vertebrates, birds have a body plan that shows many unusual adaptations, mostly to facilitate their ability to fly. The skeleton consists of a very lightweight bones. They have large air-filled cavities called pneumatic cavities which connect with the respiratory system. The skull bones in adults are fused and do not show cranial structures. The orbits are large and separated by a bony septum. The spine has cervical, thoracic, lumbar, and caudal regions with a number of cervical vertebrae highly visible and highly variable and especially flexible. But movement is reduced in the anterior thoracic vertebrae and absent in the later lower vertebrae. The last few vertebrae are fused with the pelvis to form the sacrum. The ribs are flattened and the sternum is kneeled for the attachment of flight muscles, except for, of course, in the flightless bird orders. The forelimbs of birds are modified into wings. Like the reptiles, birds are primary uricolytic that is, their kidneys extract nitrogenous waste from their bloodstreams and excrete it as uric acid instead of urea or ammonia via the ureters into the intestines. Birds do not have a urinary bladder or external urethral opening and with the exception of the ostrich uric acid is excreted along with feces as a semi-solid waste. However, birds such as the hummingbirds can be facultatively ammonialectic excreting most of the nitrogenous waste as ammonia, 
they also excrete creatine rather than creatinine like mammals. This material, as well as the output of the intestines, emerges from the bird's cloaca. The cloaca is a multi-purpose opening. Waste is expelled through it. Birds by mate by joining cloaca. And females lay eggs from it. In addition, Many species of birds regurgitate pellets. The digestive system of birds is incredibly unique, with a crop for storage and a gizzard that contains self-swallowed stones for grinding food to compensate for the lack of teeth. Most birds are highly adapted for rapid digestion to aid with flight. Some migratory birds have adapted to use protein from many parts of their bodies, including protein from the intestines as additional energy during migration. Birds have one of the most complex respiratory systems of all animal groups. Upon inhalation, 75% of the fresh air bypasses the lungs and flows directly into a posterior air sac, which extends from the lungs and connect, connects with air spaces in the bones and fills them with air. The other 25% of the inhaled air goes directly into the lungs. When the bird then exhales, the used air flows out of the lungs and the stored fresh air from the posterior air sac is simultaneously forced into the lungs. Thus, the bird's lungs receive a constant supply of fresh air during both inhalation and exhalation. This is truly unique throughout the animal kingdom. Sound production is achieved using the syrinx, a muscular chamber incorporating multiple tympanic membranes which diverges from the lower end of the trachea. The trachea, being elongated in some species, increases the vocalizations and perceptions 
of the bird size. The bird's heart has four chambers, and the right aortic arch gives rise to systematic circulation. Unlike in the mammals, where the left arch is involved, the post cava receives blood from the limbs via the renal portal system. Amazingly, unlike in mammals, the red blood cells in all birds has a nucleus. The nervous system is large relative to the bird's size. The most developed part of the brain is the one that controls the flight-related functions, while the cerebellum coordinates movement and the cerebrum controls behavior patterns, navigation, mating, and nest building. Most birds have a poor sense of smell with notable exceptions, including kiwis. New World vultures and tube noses. The avian visual system is usually highly developed. Water birds have special flexible lenses, allowing accommodations for vision in air and water. Some species also have dual fovea. Birds are tetrachromatic, possessing ultraviolet or UV-sensitive cone cells in their eyes, as well as green, red, and blue cone cells. This allows them to perceive ultraviolet light, which is involved in courtship. Many, many birds show plumage patterns in ultraviolet that are invisible to the human eye. Some birds whose sexes appear similar to humans are distinguished by the presence of ultraviolet reflective patches on their feathers only to be able to be seen by other birds. Male blue tits have an ultraviolet reflective crown patch which is displayed in courtship by posturing and raising up their nape feathers. Ultraviolet light is also used in foraging. Kestrels have been shown to search for prey by detecting the ultraviolet reflective urine trail marks left on the ground by rodents.
the eyelids of birds, are not used in blinking. Instead, the eye is lubricated by the nictating membrane, a third eyelid that moves horizontally. The nictating membrane also covers the eye and acts as a contact lens in many aquatic birds. The bird retina has a fan-shaped blood supply system called the pecten. Most birds cannot move their eyes, although there are some exceptions, such as the great cormorant. Birds with eyes on the side of their heads have a wide visual field, while birds with eyes on their front of their heads, such as owls, have binocular vision and can estimate the depth of field. The avian ear lacks external pinnae, but is covered by feathers. Although in some birds, such as Aseo, Bubo, and Otis owls, these feathers form tufts, which resemble ears. The inner ear of a bird has a cochlea, but their cochlea is not spiral, as in all other mammals. A few species of birds are able to use chemical defenses against predators. Some procella forms can eject an unpleasant oil against an aggressor, and some species of Pithyhoas from New Guinea have a powerful neurotoxin in their skin and feathers. Birds have two sexes, male and female. The sex of birds is determined by the Z and W sex chromosome rather than by the X and Y chromosomes present in all other mammals. Male birds have two Z chromosomes and female birds have a W chromosome and a Z chromosome. In nearly all species of birds, an individual sex is determined at fertilization. One recent study, however, demonstrated temperature-dependent sex determination among Australian brush turkeys, for which higher temperatures 
during incubation resulted in higher female-to-male sex ratios. Feathers are a feature characteristic of birds, though also present in some dinosaurs, not currently considered to be true birds. They felicitate flight, provide insulation that aids in thermal regulation, and are used in display, camouflage, and signaling. There are several types of feathers, each serving its own set of purposes. Feathers are epidermal growth attached to the skin and arise only in specific tracts of skin called pterilae. The distribution patterns of these feather tracts, pterilosis, is used in taxonomy and systematics. The appearance and feathers on the body, called plumage, may vary within species by age, social status, and sex. Plumage is regularly molted. The standard plumage of a bird that has molted after breeding is known as the non-breeding plumage or basic plumage. Breeding plumages or variations on the basic plumage are also known as alternate plumages. Molting is annual in most species, although some may vary and have two molts a year. And large birds of prey may molt only once every few years. Molting patterns vary across species. In passerines, Flight feathers are replaced one at a time, with the innermost primary being first. When the fifth of sixth primary is replaced, the outmost tertiaries begin to drop. After the innermost tertiaries are molted, the secondaries starting from the innermost begin to drop, and this proceeds to the outer feathers otherwise known as centrifugal molt. The greater primary coverts are molted in synchrony with the primary that they overlap. A small number of species, such as ducks and geese, lose all of their flight feathers at once, temporarily becoming flightless. As a rule, the tail feathers are molted and replaced, starting with the innermost pair.
birds have evolved from dinosaurs for millions and millions of years. They are not only beautiful, but they are also the freest creature that lives on the planet Earth. Your journey is now ending. You are now leaving the Sapphire Planet. Goodbye from the Sapphire Planet. Own a piece of the planet? Now you can purchase Sapphire Planet merchandise online at sapphireplanet.com.